0: Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, it's Gator. And this is our second anniversary show. It is. And on the line, we have a listener. We have a special guest who we wanted to take a moment to thank. So, on the line, we have listener Will, who you might remember from one of our listener interaction Tuesdays. Yes. And Will was kind enough to send us some cigars that we have chosen to smoke on our anniversary show. How are you, Will? Doing great.
2: Doing great. How about you, Sue?
1: I would be better, but I think Jeff's peacup just blew over in the did. wind.
2: <laughs> it literally,
1: as I was throwing it to you, the wind blew and the peacup fell off or the rail. Or a ghost knocked it over because there's really no wind. Is it a. Tell me it's not a peacup. Oh, it's a peacup. <laughs> oh, God. Did it, did you use it? No, yet? it was empty. Okay, so it was a preparatory peacup. I
2: mean, it's been used, but it was empty. I poured it out. You you keep your peacup?
1: Don't. I Get have something to put in the jugs. Oh, my God. Will, he just showed me a gallon milk jug that's like three quarters. Oh, God, you can hear it sloshing. <laughs> it's like three quarters full of what looks like apple cider. But I know it's not apple cider. There's no moles in my yard. Oh, God. <laughs> Aren't you glad we called you, Will? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, Will, we are smoking the Fuente Fuente Opus X that you sent us. You uh, have, any, have any thoughts or, or any, uh, you know, points about this cigar you want to raise? Uh, I hope it doesn't
2: disappoint.
1: Um, well, me, me too. It's one but... of my
2: favorite, one of my favorite brands, so I hope it really stands out among the, the other bands Jeff read this year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's not a lot for him to read. I mean, you know, I guess he can read Fuente Opus X. Yes, on it. And uh, what does that say in black? Underneath you know what? Opus X. Here, okay. hold on.
2: Let me get mine out of the cellophane. I'll be able to tell. Oh God. <laughs>
1: While he's doing that, this is a uh, five and a quarter by fifty robusto. Ooh, it smells good. Featuring a Dominican wrapper, a um, I got the tip out. Dominican binder and Dominican just to see how it feels. Dominican <laughs> filler coming to you from Arturo Fuente. Just to tip, <laughs> just to see how it feels. Oh my god! It's a robusto, Jeff. It's not that. Like, much cellophane, <laughs> They're buddy.
2: Really, it's really in it's there. It's really
1: not. <laughs> How'd you get yours out
2: so easy? It just kind of happened that way. You did yours off show, though, for the picture. I should have got mine out ahead. Why don't I ever take them out ahead of time? I don't know. I don't know why you
1: don't. I don't know why you don't. It'd be nice Ooh, if you got did. got it. It'd be real nice okay, if you did. Okay, so what's this say here? Yeah, the, the black lettering underneath uh, Opus X there is a little hard to read. Rare Estate Reserve. Oh, well, there you go. And
2: the other side I can't read. Okay. Dalla Fluente, but there's words covered up, and I don't want to, if I pull the band back, it's going to come off. So yeah, it's, we'll just go with that.
1: So, Will, how you been, buddy?
0: Doing well. Doing well. Trying to stay cool in this heat wave we've been having
2: here in North Carolina.
1: Yeah, we were supposed to get one this week here in St. Louis, and we still very well may, but as we're sitting here on the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios on the back of uh, Jeff's ex-wife's house, um, we had a pretty big thunderstorm roll through earlier this afternoon, and man, it cooled off significantly, and it is wonderful out right now. Ooh, I've, I've already got a flavor note just on smelling
2: the foot of the cigar. Okay, so I'll I'll wait till we do our official cut and everything. But I have a flavor note. D- did you you want me to do it now? Why don't you do it now? Okay, smell it again, and I'll okay. I'll tell you what it is. Okay, Hardy's cinnamon raisin biscuits. What? Hardy's cinnamon raisin biscuits. No, cinnamon and raisin. I always get raisin
1: when I smoke those. It is. It kind of That's, does smell a little sweet now that you say, it, but I don't know about hearty cinnamon raisin biscuits. It smells just like a hearty
2: cinnamon raisin biscuit.
1: You know when... I haven't I, had a hearty cinnamon raisin biscuit You know biscuit what I like to do? Time. I like to ask really him to good. put extra icing. You do like extra sauce. Yeah, I do. Even on my biscuits. Every time we go somewhere, Will, it's always extra dressing, extra sauce, extra this, extra that. And then he gets all pissy when they charge him for the extra sauce. But yeah. What's up? What's up with that? I mean, it costs some money. And I,
2: all I want on my pizza is Make extra sauce. sauce, and they seldom ever do it, even when asked.
1: Mm.
2: I mean, I guess why would they do it when it's not asked? But still,
1: yeah, it's not extra sauce when they do it without when without asking. It's just it's just sauce.
2: sauce. Yeah. yeah,
1: true, valid point. Anyway, but yeah,
2: cinnamon raisin biscuits on the foot. I can't wait to try the cold draw, but it, I can't do that till we do the official cut.
1: Well, we'll do that in a minute. We're gonna circle back with Will, and then we'll get on with the show. He's making me wait, Will. Okay. So, Will, seriously, man, you you sent us the cigars for the episode that you were on, and you included these in the tin, and it was a very nice, pleasant surprise, and we've held on to them since then, and when Jeff and I were debating what cigars we were going to smoke for the anniversary episode, he said, you know, I've got those Opus Xs, and I was like, yes, yep, yes, that's a
2: good idea. Yep, and we had to have you on to say thank you once again. Well, I appreciate it, and congratulations on two years. Thanks, man. Thanks, Will. Well take care out there, brother. All right. Y'all have a great night. Thanks, See ya. you too, man. What a good cat. Super good guy. Yep.
1: So okay. So now that we uh, grew
2: up in the tobacco industry. He did.
1: You gotta go back and reference an earlier guys, show you, there. You wanna go back and listen to the episode that Will was on so you can find out more about Will and uh, you know, kind of what we smoked and everything exactly. like that. I mean it's a throwback, it's a tease. It is. So it is. All right, well, It's time that we go ahead and prep the cigar to smoke, which means we have to cut it. We do. And the official cutting is brought to us by... Dan the Man. Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. And Dan is gearing up for his second annual Rollers event there at Riverman Cigar Company. He's going to have the folks from Martinez Cigars out at Riverman on Saturday, September 25th. And you guys will be able to hang out. You'll be able to peruse Dan's humidor. Um, You know, there's been all kinds of different ideas floated around of things that Dan's going to do. I don't know what's actually set in stone, so I don't want to, like, say, like, certain things. Because for all I know, they may not materialize or they may materialize. But one thing is for certain. It's going to be a good time. Oh, yeah. It was last year. It was last year. And I know there's plenty of people that are talking about driving up. I know Teddy's talking about driving up. Oh, that would be cool. Um, Listener Doug's talking about driving up. Um, I'm sure the Gold Coast couple, they're at least thinking about it. I think Broccoli Rob and Mrs. Broccoli are talking about driving out. It's Cigarpalooza. It, It really is shaping up to be Cigarpalooza. That's right. Right here in St. Louis in Crestwood at Riverman Cigar Company. You guys, you don't want to miss it. You do not. And it's not like there's like a $200 ticket that you got to buy or something like that. No. You just show up.
2: You bring yourself. That's your ticket to enter. And
1: maybe bring a lawn chair. Yeah, you're going to want to you're bring You're going a to lawn want to chair. bring lawn chairs. You're going to want to bring you know, a lawn chairs. Because chair. uh, it is outside seating and everything like that. But that's okay because he's got that awesome 1,500 square foot covered patio out Truth. front. True. So no matter the weather, you're still going to be fine. But um, yeah, bring lawn chairs. Bring lawn chairs. Yes. But otherwise, that's all you need.
2: B-Y-O-C. Bring your own chair.
1: Long chairs and yourself. And then you can have a great time at Riverman Cigar Company. Come out. Say hi to Dan, Miss Cindy, Little John, and all the rest. And us.
2: We'll be there. Yeah. And us. And the guys from Martinez. They'll be there rolling cigars for you. They might even let you roll your own. It does happen occasionally. Who knows? Yep. You just got to ask.
1: Anyway. Riverman Cigar Company. Crestwood, Missouri. Oh. Oh. One thing I do not want to forget. What's that? If you want to support a brick and mortar and you don't have one in your well, area. Yeah, that goes without saying. Dan the Man Ponder does uh, mail order. So yep. you can give Dan a call over there at Riverman, and he can ship cigars to you right away. He has been super good to support us, not since the beginning, but close, since yeah, we started I was this two say, years ago. He's been ago. at it for a while, and I will say this. You guys have been good to support Dan. Yes. I hear from, from Cindy all the time when I go in there about... Oh, we had another pulpit listener call and place an order for this or that or something like that. So you guys. Or we had people come in from out of town exactly. and stop by
2: because they heard about it. So thank you.
1: You guys are doing the the, the lion's share of the work on that. You're pro- putting, the, putting the, uh, the period at the end of the sentence. You're proving that. Um, it's where the sponsor- rubber meets the road. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're proving that the sponsorship is worth it. The proof is in the cigar pudding,
2: as it were. I don't want to eat I'm cigar just, pudding. I'm just trying to come up with all kinds of anyway metaphors
1: and whatnot. It's time are that those we, metaphors. Is yeah, that right? Am yeah. I using that correctly? How, how about we just go ahead and uh, cut the cigar and <laughs> bash into your microphone? I may have accidentally tapped the microphone there, but that's okay. So I'm going with my calibri V cut. I'm also going with a V cut. Okay, so we're gonna give that a little cut there. Oh, it just are you proud sliced of me? Through perfectly that what? I did
2: not bust into these. Boy, that is a oh man, that was a nice cut.
1: Oh, God. I would hope good. you wouldn't have busted into these. These
2: were, like, pretty <laughs> was, special. and It was kind of hard I mean, not to, but I know, held off. You know what? I refrained. And also, you know, he did give you a yaguá. Uh, yeah. I've still I didn't got get that. a Jaguar, so I yeah. mean, you know. Well, that might have
1: been for you, but I didn't give it to you. I have five. Well, I have four. four. You have four. four now, because I did light one up the other day. I I smoked one the other day to commemorate my son's uh, first day of kindergarten, so. That's anyway. very cool. Yes. So, okay. Moving on to the Opus X. We have now cut. So, cold the, draw The Smutfeld. Smut, God, I can't even talk. The Smutfeld. Yeah, the Smutfeld. Smut smutfeld. That's, that's a new it term. Is, it is
2: now known as the Smutfeld. Smutfeld. The, the, <laughs> foot, the smell. foot smell. The foot smell. I haven't even been drinking. Smutfeld. <laughs> the foot smell uh, was cinnamon raisin biscuit from Hardee's. It sounds like some sort
1: of dirty fabric for, like, lingerie or the something. The Smutfeld. Like oh. smutfeld. <laughs> <laughs> it's German. It's like who pants is a man of smoot felt. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about now. Anyway, oh, all right. Yeah. So yeah, so the smoot felt t- uh, smells like uh cinnamon raisin cinnamon raisin Hardee's. or or
2: I guess it would be uh what's the star? It's it's something else other places It's not Hardy's. Carl's Jr.
1: Carl's Jr. that's right. A little sweetness on the on the cold draw there. Also uh something else. Yeah. What is that? Do you know? No. Give me a second. Hmm.
2: Boy, the cold retro didn't even pull that out. It's almost like a citrusy
1: tartness. Yeah. There's almost like a citrusy tartness along with like a sweetness. Yeah. It's, let me, let me try the foot smelt again.
2: The smelt foot. Smelt foot. Smelt foot.
1: Smelt foot. Smelt felt. No, it's Smootfeld. That's what it was. Smootfeld. We were literally just talking about it. I already forgot what it was. The Smootfeld. God. Now
2: after the cold draw and the cold retrohale, I don't smell it anymore. Really? Yeah. So bizarre. So whatever it was on the cold draw took over the olfactory senses and whatnot. There. Okay.
1: Interesting. Well, I'm going to go ahead and light up my cigar because you know what? It is entirely. Too long Well, it, and I made you wait an hour while I figured out my show prep Yeah, because, you know, it's not like I've given Jeff like a week's worth of notice Like, hey, we need to know our list of the top ten cigars that we smoked on the show that I've we enjoyed I've busy And, uh, you know, you uh, decided to Really? Really? Have you been, been busy every day? Okay, you know what? It was my birthday weekend, I took it off
2: I admit it I admit it freely
1: I mean, I'll give you Saturday. That was your actual birthday, which, by the way, happy birthday. Thank you. You didn't even bother to come over.
2: <laughs> God, I was waiting for that. I know. Oh, my God.
1: You know, look, my dad was in town. I had other things going on, and, and you know, I, I knew. I, you were too busy for me. It's not that. It's just that. It kind of was. It conflicted, and, you know, <laughs> you know. Well, it's not like you don't
2: know when my birthday is every year. I, I get but, it, but, but go, like... But go ahead and make plans.
1: <laughs> you son of a bitch. You rotten son of a bitch. Hey, I'm still waiting for that Christmas gift, by the way. Yeah, it's true. As I see the 200 and something dollar box of Casada 1974 is sitting here on the table. <laughs> Those were good. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway.
2: You know, the sad part is, you know what the gift was, and you know why I didn't get it. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, quite frankly... It kind of fell through. Quite frankly, part of me is okay with that. <laughs> now that you know. Now that I know. Yeah. Part of me that's okay with that. I had a special gift lined up. Yeah, it's one way of putting
2: it. So. Boy, this thing's putting off a lot
1: of smoke. It really is. It's smooth. I'm still getting
2: the citrusy. I
1: was going to say, I'm still getting a little citrusy. Yeah. Yep. On the smoke. That is weird. It's there. It's there. I wonder how aged these are. Like you know, how old, how well, they're long? They're probably maybe. at least three or four months since I've had them. True, you're smoking too fast. I'm always smoking too fast. I can tell though. You've got a little run going in your burn line right what? there. What are you talking? On about? the bottom part of it, like when you you got a little run going because you're um. you draw in too hard and you're smoking too fast. You just you just smoke your cigar the I way mean, you want to. I'll smoke this Whatever. Cigar. I mean, you know. We we'll haven't see. established that in two years. <laughs> <That's> valid. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so this is the second anniversary show. Um coming up later on the show, Jeff and I are gonna go through our top ten lists. Um mine are uh ten cigars that we smoked over the course of the last year that I enjoyed. Jeff's on the other hand, because you know, he has to be different. He decided he was going to do ten cigars over the last two years that he enjoyed and the that's total be- show, and, and what that basically did is it allowed him to fill in five spots right off the bat with cigars from the first year. So he really only had to review, you know.
2: Now you know the funny part is though
1: with five cigars from the last we, year,
2: we did those in no particular order. It's true when we did them back, you know, a year ago. It's true, and but I did not, uh, I did not pick them again in the same order necessarily. I picked and chose. But they're
1: choosed. not in
2: order. Well, mine were. I mean, let's be honest. Yours weren't, so we had to keep saying that. But oh. I had mine in top, you know, top 10 order.
1: Well, I also don't have mine in any particular order this year. I, I just, I don't now. I just kind of have, okay, good. So I just have 10 cigars. I was going to say, it's just 10 cigars. And a
2: couple of honorable mentions.
1: I, I have one honorable mention. Okay, then. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So why don't you tell everybody what you were doing when your dad was in town? Oh, we went to the IndyCar race. Now, that had to be a lot of fun. It was a good time. We, my dad, my uncle, and I, we always go to the Indy 500 every year. But five years ago, uh, 2017, um, the Indy car started running here in St. Louis at Gateway uh, Raceway yeah. in, in late August. And so we added that to the calendar since it was close. You know, This so, seems like a small track for an Indy race. Oh, it's so much fun, though. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're real chippy, you know, the, yeah. the drivers, they're real aggressive. So like, I mean, dude, in the first quarter of the race this year, um, I think maybe like eight cars had already crashed out. Wow. I mean, it was, it was intense in the very beginning. Um, so yeah, so it was a good time though. It was a nice night, pleasant weather. And, um, you know, we have, uh, uh a fourth guy that comes along with us and he's super nice guy. Um, but he's in his seventies and he's kind of getting up there a little bit. And I want to, you know, really give a shout out to the, uh, folks at gateway, uh, racetrack there in Madison. Uh, I guess that's what worldwide technology raceway or racetrack or whatever the hell it is, but they, um, they did a really good job. They, they had the ADA parking, they had the shuttle service and everything that got us right where we needed to go.
3: That's and
1: cool. you know, our friend, he didn't have to, he, he has trouble with the walking long distances. Yeah. And it worked out great. And so, to be honest, you know, we were kind of wondering if last... Well, we didn't go in 2020, so 2019 would have been the last time we went. And we were actually wondering, like, is this going to be the last... Is 19 going to be the last year that he goes? Well, then he came along with us this time, and had the ADA stuff not worked out, yeah, this probably would have been the last time that he would have come with us. But honestly, this worked out so well that I think we're going to get at least another year or two out of... uh, out of our buddy coming along with That's us. That's awesome. So I'm, I'm, I'm really well, it happy. It worked about out that. well for
2: you as well. Well, I you mean, had to
1: tag along on the golf cart and whatnot. Well, it's true. I yeah. mean, I probably could have stood the walk. Could have got some steps in. Could have gotten some steps in. Yeah, would have been fine. But it was but still nice. I bet it was. Yeah. I mean, well, especially at the end of the race, because I mean, my God, you know. The first half of the race, we had a really nice breeze coming in and everything. Second half of the race, the breeze cut off, and it got really muggy out. Mm. And uh, it was still only in the, like, low 80s, but with the humidity and everything, it was kind of... St. Louis humidity can be a killer. uh, It's it's kind of oppressive, but, you know, but that's all right. It worked out fine. Very cool. Very cool. I had a good time
2: this weekend as well, because on Friday, um, I was actually able to take my dad... Uh, who who is in an assisted living center? Mm-hmm. I was able to bust him out and actually take him to the uh, Thresherman Festival in Pinkneyville, Illinois. Ah, yes. My dad, my dad was a lifelong farmer, other than the time he spent in the army, and he just eat, breathes, just lives tractors. And we went over there, and we just we just drove around. Um, my cousin was kind enough to loan me a side by side and we drove around on the side-by-side, and Dad got to see the six, seven hundred tractors that were there at the event. And, you know, we'd, we'd drive past him, and a little bit later, he'd say, let's go see the Olivers again. I'm like, okay. So we'd drive back to the Olivers. I think we went past the Olivers about six or seven times. Nice. And Dad's a big Oliver tractor guy. <laughs> he he wasn't so big on the John Deere. We That was a one-and-out, but we went by the Olivers several times. There so they're go. they're the right color green for him. All right. But we had a really good time, and you know, in all honesty, that was the first time, that may be the first time that he's been busted out of there oh, since pre-COVID.
1: Like oh, really? They,
2: yeah, they've been on lockdown. And, you know, this worked out well. I had to go get a, you know, the rapid COVID test and all yeah. that, you know, because I was going to be with him. But otherwise, we just drove around. He wasn't really in contact with people, and it worked out really, really well. Very cool. Yeah, it was, it, it, you know, it's one of those things where I don't, I always kind of get down on myself because I don't feel like I I do enough, you know, as a son. And um, but I, I took him to that, and he really really had a good time and enjoyed himself. Well, good. The the one other thing which ties into what you did this weekend, okay, that I did right for my dad is several years ago I uh, was able to finagle some press passes to the NASCAR race at Gateway. Yeah, and I took my dad, got him got him a press pass, got it, snuck him down into the pits with me. And we ended up um, just down on pit row all day long. Kristen went with us and three of us just had a blast. Well, at one point, dad and I are looking around because he wants to meet Carl Edwards, who, you know, has since retired. But he he loved Carl Edwards, just loved watching him race and was a big fan. So we're walking around looking for him. And Kristen is just sitting, you know, on one of the concrete barricade things, you know, just kind of waiting for us because she knows we're looking for him. And she said, "Son of a bitch! If Carl Edwards didn't come over and sit down next to her, <laughs> she's like, she's like, where are they? Because like he was literally sitting a foot away right from next her, to her. Yeah. yeah, just sitting there hanging out. And we're we're searching for the guy, you know, down on pit road. Yeah. So we come back, and she tells us the story, and Dan is just like devastated. He looks up, sees Carl at his car, yeah." And just literally walked out onto pit row, like walked onto the track, got Carl and said, hey, i want to get a picture with you. And <laughs> I thought, oh my God, we're going to get kicked out of here. And dad brought Carl Edwards back over and we got pictures of him together. Very cool. It was a great time. And Carl
1: Edwards could not have been a nicer guy. They so. did something at the race this year that was really cool. Um, it was a uh, salute to law enforcement. And what they did in the beginning is they had, like, all these um, law enforcement vehicles from different municipalities all over the St. Louis, Illinois, and Metro St. Louis, Missouri side. And there were probably, like, a hundred cars, motorcycles, you name it. Oh, wow. All that. And so they did, like, a couple of laps um, to honor, you know, law enforcement. And they even had a police helicopter show up and fly in do laps with That's the pool. And that was really cool. But what was neat is like kind of beforehand, they were talking about, you know, that they received a couple of emails complaining about them getting ready to do it. And they basically ignored those and decided to go ahead and do it anyway. Fuck the Karen. So, yep. It worked out well. Now I hear in Afghanistan at the goat
2: races they're going to be leading it with the Blackhawks that we left them.
1: Yeah, they've got a yeah, yeah exactly. No God. Once they figure out how to fly them, I got to thinking about that though. In terms of the Afga- the to the Taliban with our Blackhawks and our and our fighter jets and all that and everything, yes they have them, and yes they're probably going to figure out. I mean, they're smart enough; they can figure out how to fly. You know, one of these things. I mean, they figured out how to abduct uh, jumbo jets back on September 11th. Oh, my God. But what I will say is that um, if there's one thing that we know they don't know how to do, it's land. So all we have to do is just wait for them to crash these things all over the place, and eventually they'll run out of them. Yeah, depending on what they crash them into. Well, hopefully
2: it's the sand. Yes. Now... Let let me explain something to you, and I'm, or I, we could
1: just take them out. See, because don't think for a we minute could we drone don't, them out don't right don't now. Think for a moment we don't have an itemized list of every one of these things out
2: there. We sure as hell should. We if should we don't. No, you know what's going to happen with these, right? What they're not they're not going to try to fly them. They're not going no, to try to make it sell them to the Russians or the Chinese. Yeah, uh-huh. and they're going to reverse engineer them to find out our technology. Yeah, yeah, that's what's
1: coming. It's valid. Yeah. I read somewhere that they were talking about how um Afghanistan has this gigantic mineral deposit
2: to I've make that as well,
1: lithium batteries. Yep. And that basically now um because of the Taliban taking over and their ties with China and everything like that that the electric car industry could be in real trouble. The rare earth minerals Because of all the rare earth minerals yep. that are now, that we basically abandoned. So well, that's,
2: that makes perfect sense for us.
1: Good on Biden. Yeah. Good on Biden. Anyway.
2: Well, I just hope and pray, and, and I, we're going deep here and we shouldn't, but uh, I just hope and pray that everybody that should get out of there gets out of there because it is a very scary situation, and our, our, our prayers go with those
1: people. Now, I want to point out, speaking of electric cars, there was a news article that came out this week that uh, caught my eye. Okay. So, did you see that Elon Musk is coming out with a line of humanoid robots that are going to do of boring, course. repetitive, and dangerous work? Hmm. Now... I wonder, wonder what could go wrong. I mean, dude, it feels like this is how SkyNet starts. Yeah. Because... When you start telling humanoid robots, hey, you get to do all the dangerous work, at what point do they say no? Well, you can
2: make an argument that that was part of the... Uh
1: is this the Rise of the Machines? Yeah.
2: I believe it is. <laughs> you can make that argument that that was part of the Picard Star Trek series as well. It's true. Same deal. We had them doing all the grunt work, and they just said no.
1: I mean, and then killed us. But But the point my point though is yes i feel like we're at a tipping point here mm-hmm. and i like elon musk but i'm a little concerned about this whole idea of humanoid robots. When those
2: robots Doing start walking what? around with a picture saying, have you seen this boy? We know we got real problems. Yeah, we got real
1: issues. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, they start going through the phone book and look, you know, killing every Sarah Connor they find. Yeah. That's when we're in trouble. Yeah, if
2: you know anybody named Sarah Connor, you might want to tell them to go ahead and get down to Mexico. Change
1: the name now. Change the name now. Yes. The name now. <laughs> yeah. Start um, the martial arts classes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, there you go. I don't know. I will say, um, at some point, I fully anticipate that we're going to hear from uh, um, James Cameron for using that season. desist, yeah. <laughs> we're going to get a cease and desist. We'll get Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> to the door, you know, being like, stop using that music, you know, and all that. Maybe we can get him on the show at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he would just be like, shut the fuck up. Get the microphone <laughs> out of my face. <laughs> ah. Anyway.
2: Light my cigar. He'll just be like
1: a bunch of smoking cigars getting stupid flavor notes <laughs> like fucking cinnamon raisin biscuits. You know what I get? I get fucking cigar. 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 <laughs> Speaking of the Opus X. It's good. I'm liking it. Yeah.
2: This is a good cigar. Mm-hmm. Very good cigar. And,
1: yeah, my... Have you uh, done a retro, hail? Oh, I have not. I did one <laughs> earlier and while you were it. Was it everything? I think it will and, be. And, um... It is surprisingly strong. Oh, cool! Yeah, right. I wasn't surprised by it. That's why I had not one. Why weren't you surprised by it? This is a smooth cigar. I'm not getting much <laughs> on the actual smoke itself. Ooh. Like, if it's the smoke itself, it's it. It feels fairly mellow. Yeah, you know. I mean, um, there's good flavor to it and everything, but it's not like it's it's like kicking my ass. But man, that. That retrohale though, it's it got like some, some got up some meat to the retro in the hail. nostrils, yeah. and Just like floated there, it yep. like stayed, yeah. Kind of, and God, everybody makes fun of me for saying this, but it's got kind of peppery in the retrohale, you know. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> I mean, look, it's it's what it is, but. I will anyway. say,
2: if you're not retro retrohaling a cigar occasionally, I know some people do it like every puff. I could not do that, Mm-mm. but if you're not retrohaling occasionally, you are missing out on a lot of the flavor of the cigar. Yeah, you want to make sure you do that every once in a while. Yep. Which is the exact reason I say the cold retro works, you know, and you get different notes than you get on the cold draw.
1: I'm smoking it really slow, and I think I, I can like tell
2: having to like my burn line uh, has uh, leveled out. I've got a really nice ash going. He's putting off a ton of smoke. Great cigar again. Thank you to listener Will.
1: Definitely. Yep. So the other bit of news that I wanted to touch on this week, um, un-cigar related, is um, an article that you sent me. Um, talking about oh God, that could be anything. Well, it's talking about how OnlyFans is getting rid of the nudity on <laughs> their on their site. That. Now, I, there are specifically two pull quotes that I have from this article that I want to read. You did a deep dive. Well, there's a couple of things that struck me as just just ignorant as yes. hell. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on these quotes for a minute. And then there's a piece of information that I found out about in this article that I, wanna, I figure you and I could have some fun discussing for a okay. moment. So the, I'm, I'm going to read the quotes. The first is from a young lady. I didn't bother to save her name. Um, I just pulled the quote. Um, quote, people are not going to be able to make ends meet, she said. People are going to lose the roofs over their heads. Then, Kenneth, okay. Kenneth Pabon, 22, an OnlyFans creator in New York, joined the platform last year after the onset of the coronavirus pandemic, and is using his income from the site to pay off his student loans. Quote, OnlyFans is how I pay my rent, he said. I feed myself from this. Here's a thought to both Kenneth and the young lady. Okay. Go out and get a fucking job, you perverts Well, okay, so <laughs> I mean, Like, I seriously s- I saw one of those memes
2: where it's Jim peeking through the blinds, you know, at the office mm-hmm. And he's smiling And he said uh, it, it was basically every restaurant and bar that's short-staffed right now And he's peeking through looking at the hey, death of OnlyFans Dude, here's the deal
1: You and I both know a young lady mm-hmm. who worked at a bar Who quit that job in order to go and just exclusively do OnlyFans We do And, I mean, what's she going to do now? I don't know. That's none of my business. But the point is, there are plenty of those people out there. Now, the other thing that, that I... I mean, I just... I find it so bizarrely, like, just messed up that these folks are all, like upset and up in arms about the fact that they can't like you know masturbate on camera and get paid for it anymore but whatever you know that's i don't weird. know are they are there videos
2: on OnlyFans? fans yeah or just dude. photographs no
1: it's videos and it's like is it okay yeah there's like videos of like strip teases and whatever but like from according to the articles there's all the way up to like full-on sex so you wow. know i mean some but of these you, people are but there going are like those crazy webcam- with webcam There are those webcam sites all over the place. Well, exactly. But here's the thing. Did you know, and this is the piece of information that I got from this article. Did you know that there's such a thing called the Adult Performance Artists Guild? It's a labor union that represents OnlyFans and webcam creators and dancers. How's that even a thing? I didn't even know that was a thing. And I kind of find it bizarrely sad that that is a thing. That there's a freaking union for webcam, like, people yeah i mean and and it's f- a new one on me and let's be real good job union you totally saved your clientele on this one you know i mean i don't know so is only fans going to go the way of MySpace? i mean it's just, oh, totally i mean the point i was going to say uh, from what i gathered their 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 financial backers were basically telling them hey we don't want this stuff on the site anymore and we're gonna pull funding and everything. But that for is it. the site. But that's the thing. It's like you guys knew what you were investing in beforehand. Mm-hmm. Why are you trying to change it now after you've made your money? I mean, I guess that's the thing they made. Yeah, here, their money. let me grow they've, a conscience now that I've gotten rich. They've made their money and yeah. now they don't care anymore. But it's like you know, just it's just stupid. It's so so ignorant. Now, but, what
2: you guys don't know is before, like a week before this happened. Nick was talking about how he wanted to make an OnlyFans page for himself.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. I figured, you know, we could we could you know make a little money here on the show. I could shave my chest and just kind of push my moves together. And as long as I don't show my face or anything, people will just think it's just booby pics. You know, I could like do that thing with my knee where I bend where I, I bend my knee and kind of like you know crop the photo in tight to where it looks like a butt. You know, and everything, and like, yeah. I mean, turn your wiener
2: inside out so it looks like a
1: vagina. That's a little far. Is that is that a step too far? Yeah, that that's
2: that's a little far. <laughs> but you know,
1: no, we thought about that, but it it you know, but then this, no, no, but then this hold on, hold down. on,
2: hold on. back the truck up. We didn't think about that. You you, you contributed about to the it. conversation, yeah, but
1: you, you contributed you put, to the conversation. You put
2: some like brain cells into this, and I was like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, not
1: seriously. <laughs> But, yeah, no, unfortunately, the pulpit page on the OnlyFans is... Well, But see, that... No, okay, let me back up. That's what they're trying to do with OnlyFans. They're trying to legitimize it. They're trying to make it to where people can use it almost like a Patreon. To where, like, you know, you and I as content creators could have an OnlyFans page, put out exclusive content on our OnlyFans, and then charge people to, you know, subscribe to us. I'm not trying to make the pun. And I think we can technically do that now if we wanted to. It's just that everybody assumes that it's porn. Yeah. But, okay. And I'm not trying to make the pun.
2: But it's tainted. (laughs) (laughs) With taints. With taints. Yes.
1: (laughs) It's indeed tainted. (laughs) Well. Uh, (laughs) I'm trying to think of what I want to (laughs) say next, but I keep focusing on the taint anyway. Um... (laughs) (laughs) anyway so yeah (laughs) it's no man's land exactly it's that it's that little strip (laughs) of grass in between the uh playground and the sewage pit
2: oh my god (laughs) yeah direct your correspondence to nick really really you're the one who said
1: tate you could have picked any other word you could have been like it was corrupted it was you know it it it's, it's 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 just unusable. I mean, you could have done gone anywhere, but no, you just—you knew what you were doing. It taint right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, see, you use taint. I kind of like gooch. What the I, hell? I think that word's a little better. I think it's a funnier word. It—it's—it kind of—it's kind of bothersome gooch. to hear. Yeah, I don't like it. Ah, see, I think it's a funnier word—the
2: goocher, the gooch. Like
1: oh punch in the gooch. We're just <laughs> like children,
2: you know. I had a friend, and obviously I'm not going to say who it was, but I did have a friend that did an OnlyFans page for a couple of months. You know about this? I told you about you it. You did, and uh, you know, and I I talked to her about it. I'm like, hey, is it working out? And she's like, no. I, I decided to get out of this. She said, you know, it was one thing to put up like booby pics and whatnot, but she said it w- it it went down a rabbit hole where people wanted. More and more, if you know what I mean, like yeah, because it, it went from booby pics to they were wanting videos of sex acts and stuff, and you know she she did was not comfortable with that. So, I mean, you got to draw the line somewhere, I guess. Well, and I think that's the problem. Okay, so I know we joke about it a lot, but that's the problem with porn: is it somewhat legitimized some really janky activity in our society, and I think. I think what when you get into it and do a deep dive on it, it ends up in a situation where now you got to find something even more perverted. Does, does that make sense?
1: Welcome to the anniversary show, folks. <laughs> Two years of this. Oh, we, we appreciate you god. listening. God for year three, Jeff's going to bring on a donkey show live <laughs> on the pulpit, and we BF <laughs> could hook us up. He spent some time in Juarez. Oh my god. <laughs>
2: Yes. So, anyway, well, Jeff, why don't we? We've got. After a while, you you start feeling sorry for the girl, but you'd still kind of feel sorry for the donkey. Do you? I forget what movie it's from, (laughs) but it's a quote of movie.
1: Anyway, Jeff, we have a lot of stuff to get to here between our top tens, and then also uh, ask the boys. So, oh God! Um, I forgot about it. Ask the Boys. Yeah, exactly. So, so what do you want to do first? Top ten or Ask the Boys? Oh, Jeff just pooped himself. <laughs> that sounded bubbly over the mic. That's disturbing. You really could hear it. Oh God! Oh God! Oh, we may have to put a pause on the show here. Oh dear God! It's the- time for the whole music. Oh God! Yeah. Oh. anyway. Are we asking the boys, or are we, are we listing cigars? I say we will list cigars first. Okay, all right. Well, we'll list cigars first. So, okay. So yeah, it'll be a special list of cigars. Guess what, motherfucker! All right, it's time for <laughs> the top ten cigars from well the last year, or their totality of the show, depending upon which one of us you're listening to. Exactly. So, you want to go first, or shall I? You know what? I will.
2: I'm going to start at number ten and work my way up in no particular order. This
1: would, by the way, be a lot easier to do if you had the light on. It's true, but if it's I got up, very dark. If I get up, I'm
2: afraid I'm going to have the walking farts over to the door. Because mm. there's kind I'd of I'd be issue. less worried
1: about the walking farts and more worried about the drizzling down your leg <laughs> from that shit that you just took in your pants. But anyway, Don't make me laugh. <laughs> I mean, it really, seriously, it really could go south. I'm fairly positive, mm. you just pooped yourself. <laughs> It can go bad. Okay. Really quick. Well. Anyway, why don't you start? Oh, get turtle. Okay. Let's get this going. So,
2: so okay. My first cigar that yes. I want to mention, we smoked out of the smoke pit with our good man, broccoli Rob. Yes. It was the fifteen oh two blue sapphire. Ooh, good now, cigar. I liked it because uh, on the cold draw, on the cold retrohale, it had some really fruity notes. But uh, then when you're smoking it, you really do get that taste of, like, blueberries off of it. Good
1: cigar, yeah. Yeah. Good stick. Good stick. I was a little intoxicated for that show. I'll be <laughs> honest. I don't... You were lit. I don't really remember all of that. Yeah, you were lit up. Yeah. The, those guys got me going with that moonshine, and it just... Yeah. Anyway. It went It went south quick. By the way, guys... Hey, we've both you can, done one of those. You can so. go back and listen to all these old episodes to, you know, hear more details about these cigars if you wish. I mean... Um, most of these, uh, all these cigars actually should be listed in the show notes of the various shows. So, yes. Um, you know, you can, you can go back and hear more details if you wish. So my first one, um, again, no particular order is the, uh, El Principio from Geronimo cigars, a recent episode.
2: I hate to admit this on my list as well
1: all right so we have a little bit of crossover there yep we smoked that with Jorge. i really really enjoyed that cigar it was a good cigar and um and it was a good interview with jorge as well it was it was and um and actually off the air we didn't include this in the actual interview because it was a discussion that we had off air but uh jorge's actually friends with our man ryan over at the hill cigar company that is true and like like Pretty good friends. Yeah. And so we were talking a little bit about Ryan and everything he's got going on and whatnot. And so I know next time we're down in Tampa, we got to swing by Geronimo Cigars. We do. So. Well, there you go. Okay. Well, technically, I've done one and you've done two now. I have. So. So should I go again? I guess, or I can throw in a
2: uh, honorable mention.
1: Okay. Because I've got a couple of those. Okay. You've got a couple of those. Okay. Okay, So you can go ahead and throw in an honorable mention.
2: Okay. I'm going to throw an honorable mention in right now. And I'm going to go with the 1974 Quesada. Mm. It was my number one last year in no particular order. Mm-hmm. And uh, you actually bought a box of them for me for Christmas, All which right. was really nice. We covered that already. It's a good, <laughs> good, good, good cigar. I'm glad. So, And, you know, I think part of the nostalgia with it for me is the fact that we got
1: to meet Manuel Casada and spend some time with him. You know, and, and that's going to come up a couple of different times on my list in terms of... Uh, You know, what we were doing maybe with those cigars in that, I think, well, I was talking a little bit about this with my dad this weekend in that, um, you know, you and I talk a lot about flavored oats and all that kind of thing. I think the majority of people, I would go so far as to say the majority of the people, when they light up a, you know, Fuente Fuente Opus X, they're not going to get cinnamon raisin biscuit. They're going to get cigar. Yeah. But they're going to remember what they were doing when they smoked that one cigar, you yes. know, that kind of thing. And so it, I think, you know, he brought up, and I agree with him, that I think the memories attached to certain cigars actually are maybe stronger than any of the flavor notes. So A lot of truth. Yep. So
2: very cool. Well, I can make the argument that that's why I put the Blue Sapphire on, because we were out there, and we were having a good time at the smoke pit, and we yep. were hanging out with Broccoli Rob, and it was a lot of fun.
1: Yep. So my next one is uh, the Henry Clay Warhawk Rebellious. Now, that cigar, you and I smoked, uh, well, I'm sorry, I smoked that. Um, You smoked, I believe, a Nat Sherman, and that was right after you got back from Florida, and there was some question about your health, because we were pretty certain that you had COVID, despite the fact you were telling me you didn't, and then it turns out later that you did. So, wow. um, Yeah. Yep. And,
2: you know, it's funny you say that, because...
1: Such a good cigar.
2: That Nat Sherman Timeless... Is on my list. We actually, was it you know, that what one
1: or no? That one, the I, one that's on your list. I smoked
2: a Nat Sherman, but the one that's on my list is actually Nat Sherman Timeless. that came to us out of a my monthly cigar it was box,
1: a, a, a timeless Sterling, right? Yes, and yeah. it was
2: the uh, June June my yes. monthly cigar box. Yeah, very cool. I like the Nat Shermans. Now, what are they? The, the, the company
1: has so Michael clots Yeah, he, he essentially bought the brands, and so now that's the the Ferio Tago line that's going to be coming out. No, they're not out yet, are they? Not yet. I thought they were supposed to be out by now, but I guess there's been a little bit of a delay, but let's be real. You know, you're trying to kickstart a fairly big machine, you know, getting something like that going. So, I mean, sometime very, very soon, I would think that, you know, um, Mr. Herklotz would be getting those out and getting them going in the world. So, I mean, be watching. So, yep. There you go. So my next one is one that uh, I smoked while you and I and Dan did an episode, and it's the Padrone Black from the CRA pack. Ooh, yeah. Um, I liked that cigar a lot. Now, Padrone, super solid company. You always know what you're going to get. But that Padrone Black is one that was exclusive to that CRA pack, which I believe, guys, Dan the man over at Riverman, may have at least one more of those packs available So if you were on the fence about getting that, you might consider it because I think he's still got at least one of them. And, man, there's some really good cigars in that pack, including this Padron Black. There you go. And
2: next up for me, I'm going to mention that pack as well Mm -hmm. from the CRA. Uh, I did the Fine and Rare. I think it was a a 2019. Okay. And it may be the best cigar that I've ever smoked. Yeah, I know you really liked that cigar a lot. Oh, yeah. That was good. Now, granted, it's out of my price range, you know, for for an everyday smoke, although I do have one sitting in the
1: humidor right now. Very cool. All right. Well, my next one is actually one that listener Thick Smoke Ryan had a smoke on his uh, Listener Interaction Tuesday episode, and it was also the Cigar of the Year for our friends over at Cigar Authority. And it is the Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary Maduro. Ooh, nice. Really like that cigar. I know that when they rebranded the, or reblended and rebranded the uh, the Champagne Noir and the Champagne Sun Grown, that's when they kind of came out with the 10th Anniversary Reserve Sun Grown with the red and the Maduro with the blue. And I know I tend to default more towards the Sun Growns, but uh, it, when it comes down to those two cigars... I do think that Maduro, despite the box press, I do think that Maduro does uh, does edge out that sun-grown just a little bit. It's got those awesome chocolatey notes to it and everything. Mm-hmm. I really, really like that cigar. There you go. Um, I want to uh, mention, in,
2: again, no particular order, the Martinez 45 Series. Now, now, that's one from the previous year. That is one from the previous year. We smoked it on our Christmas episode. Uh, was that 2019? That was 2019, yeah. yeah. And it is a good stick, and I, I went back and forth between it and the uh, flat iron. They've also got the patrimonial now. They've got the bishop and gator. I didn't want to put our cigars on our list, but you know they, they make a mean cigar over there at Martinez. There you go.
1: So my next one is um, the my father Fonseca. a mm, that cigar! Good stick. I'll tell you that cigar is one that um, I tried after. So, so our man, Manuel Casada had the Fonseca line for the longest time, yes. obviously. Sold the brand to uh, my father. My father re-blended uh, it a little bit, came back out with the uh, my father Fonseca, and I tried it, and I'm not going to lie, man. Um, it has become one of my regular like go-to mm-hmm. sticks. Like, I've... I've I smoke it pretty regularly, and it's so good. It's got that good mix of earthiness and spice and everything to it. I really like the My Father Fonseca.
2: Good stick. So my next cigar is the Aroa First 20 Years. Again, that comes to us from our first year. Mm-hmm. And we again, that may be one of those deals. It was the Colorado, and it may be one of those deals where you know we sat down and smoked it, talking to Christian Aroa. And I remember that day specifically. Like, it's stuck in my head, because we're sitting out on the back deck, and we get ready to record, and my neighbor busts out some kind of project that involved lots of power tools, and every kid in the neighborhood piled in the pool at the neighbor's
1: house behind us. Right behind us. And it got loud AF. And Christian was ready to scuttle the interview right he, then and there. He but almost
2: did. And we panicked, and we went moved in.
1: around to the garage. Yeah. And set up in the garage and smoked that. Yep. yep I remember that. It was that. a
2: good time. Oh. So we were sitting in the garage with the door kind of cocked open. I forget... No, it was a it was, nice enough day. We had the door fully but, open. Yeah, but it, it there was no air movement. No, there was no air movement. It was yeah. miserable yes, it because was. of that.
1: Would have been nice out on your deck, but yeah, and you know, the
2: smoke just hung in the garage. What are you but do? but
1: it was a, such a good cigar, and it was such a nice time talking to Christians. So. Yeah, it was a good, good, good time. So, um, my next one comes from the February my monthly cigars box, and it's the Sin Compromiso from Dunbarton and uh, Tobacco and Trust over. Uh, Ooh, over there Saka, yeah. you know you liked and, that uh, cigar it was a good cigar I really enjoyed it and um, I know that Steve has gotten a lot of good praise on the syncom for me so I really enjoyed it and um, no I I liked it it was good there you go next up for me and we've done this one a couple of times
2: it's the Aladino Cameron yeah and we actually smoked it with uh, mr. Jonathan from the cigar authority we did. And had a really nice time. We've also smoked it again uh, in the, not the... The, the Elegante. The Elegante, size. thank the, you. The Lancero. Yeah, but, yeah. but they Ele- call it Elegante. Elegante. Yeah, but we've done it in both, and it's just such a good cigar. I just... And we smoked s- that with Pinky. We did. Yep. And I'm such a fan of that Cameroon wrapper. It's just, it just really gives the cigar
1: a little something extra. Does, does, definitely does. Um, mine is, my next one here... Is one that uh, we smoked early this year. It was January. It was the Placencia Almafuerte. Oh yeah, good cigar. It took forever, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was a it was a long smoke. I am pretty sure this is the hexagon. I think you are right. the The six sided, yep. you know, sixty gauge, you know, one. And uh, oh my gosh, I mean, look, Placencia—they make really great cigars. The prices on those cigars are a little high for my budget to smoke on the regular. Um, I'm wanting to say that this specific cigar might be, if it's not twenty bucks, it's knocking at the door of twenty bucks. Yeah. But um, I mean, I don't know how you can find many other cigars that have that kind of smoothness to the smoke, the awesome draw, just the great construction, the good flavor. I mean, I'm telling you what, the Placencia Alma Fuerte, fantastic cigar.
2: There you go. Next up for me, uh, the Ave Maria. You hear that, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Why does that always happen? I don't know. You're doing it again, though. Anyway, so, okay, I'm going to try to ignore that because it's going to throw me (laughs) off. But it came to us from uh, my monthly cigars, and it was that that Ave Maria was just such a good. Oh, my God, there it is again. It was such a good smoke. And. We've done a couple of different ones. I was going to say,
1: you're talking about the first Ave Maria? The Ave Maria. The Ave Maria that was called? Ave Maria, yes. Okay, okay. Because we smoked another one uh, on a Listener Interaction Tuesday episode, if I remember right. That's true. I believe you're correct. I'm pretty sure we did. Yep. But yeah, it
2: was the first Ave Maria that we did. Okay. Now that we've got that established.
1: How are you doing
2: that? I'm not doing anything. I'm sitting here looking at you.
1: I know. I'm not doing anything. I'm (sighs) sitting here looking at you. Wondering why you're just bitching all the time. Anyway, so
2: I've got two left after the Ave Maria. Oh, Oh my God.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Moving on. So, yeah, so you have two left. I have three left. How how did we end up... Didn't I go first? Oh, yes. Okay. All right. That makes sense. So my next one is one that... uh, I'm pretty sure it's probably on your list, but I'm going to beat you to it, uh, is the Yagua. You sick twitch. It's the my Yagua next cigar. from J.C. Newman. Uh, I love that cigar. As I said, I just smoked one uh, the other day uh, to commemorate my son's first day of kindergarten, um, so I'm fairly familiar with it. Again, it was. I'll tell you what, that cigar aged just about a year in my humidor. And, wow. Um, You've got four left. I do have four left. And... I remember it being um, a fairly smooth, good cigar um, before a lot of hay, barnyard kind of hey, flavors, sweet, you know, yeah. and everything to it. Um, but I told you, it takes me back.
2: It's really straw because it takes me back to you, you straw in a hayride, and it takes me yeah. back to. You know, a hayride when I was like in 4-H. And I talked about that on the show we did it on. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I know it's hayride. And you're I talked about it off the cast a little bit, too. But, uh, <laughs> exactly
1: what hayride you're talking yes, about. Yes.
2: <laughs> but it takes me back to, to like 15 years old on a hayride in 4-H. There you
1: go. There you go. Did you do any jobs on that hayride? I was just, I was just relaxing. Okay. Yeah. Well, I bet you were. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else was working. <laughs> anyway, I, um,. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the Yaguá is my uh, is my next one there, and then uh, so, so now that you so did now that, that, that I've stolen that, so yep. now I got to do another one. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. You have more honorable mentions. No, I have an honorable. Uh, how mention many to throw honorable in? mentions do you have? I had a couple.
2: Three hundred hands by Southern Draw.
1: Ah, good cigar.
2: I love the cigar, and I love the backstory with it, and the fact that it donates
1: money to people in uh, you know Central America. Mm-hmm. So, and and basically and the th- price point. Yeah, I mean that's the thing, guys. I mean this cigar does good work in, with the charitable donation and everything, but then also it's a really good cigar at a fantastic price point. Yes. So I mean, and it, it everybody everybody wins. It references
2: the 150 people that touch your cigar from the minute they put the seed into you know the trays to you know taking care of it in the fields to harvesting it to fermenting it to yeah. you know. You know, putting it in the pilons and then rolling it and getting it to the store. And it takes 150 people to get a cigar out to us. And the fact
1: that they can do that, like on this cigar, what, eight bucks? Um, Seven, eight bucks? I would say, depending upon the size, it could be anywhere between six and eight. Yeah. yeah.
2: So the fact that they're able to do that and have that many people involved in it is just amazing to me. Yeah. And like I said, it gives a really nice charitable contribution back to uh, the home country there.
1: Yep. It's a fantastic cigar. So my next one is one that we smoked while we were interviewing John Huber of Crown Heads and it's the Mildius. Yep. And what I remember that I did like that cigar a lot. And what I remember more than anything is going into that interview, Mr. Huber was on Instagram and he was just lighting up. Cigar reviewers talking about how none of you get the Diaz, none of you know what you're talking about. This cigar has got all this complexity to it, and blah blah blah. And we had that interview scheduled, and I saw that Instagram post, and I'm thinking, mother of God, <laughs> he's gonna tear I'm us like, apart. He's gonna rip us apart right <laughs> there on the phone. I'm like, we are gonna look like clowns to him. Hey, and I remember who stepped that out? you on the cold draw. I believe it was. Got the flavor note, and I believe I don't remember what it was. I don't, fruit or something like that. I'd have that. to go back and listen. Yeah, yeah. say, but you got the flavor note. I remember that. And I remember he instantly lit up and was like, Yes, you got it. And I was yep. just like, Oh my God, <laughs> Gator of all people. Coming just through in the clutch, cigar. baby. I'm oh, like, yeah. I was so happy that you <laughs> did that. Like, I, I mean, I had no idea. I mean, broken clock is right twice a day, but by God, dude, you stepped up at that you, moment, and it, it just it made my heart sing. That's the funny <laughs> part is you've never told me that till right now. You made my heart sing at that moment. I didn't know anything about <laughs> any of that.
2: So that's amazing. Yeah, I know. I, I really had you, no idea.
1: You, uh, you found a way through ignorance. To avoid us getting just torn to shreds by a manufacturer right there on the show, blind squirrel finds a nut. I mean, it was the best. It was absolutely the best. (laughs) I can't believe you've never told me that.
2: (laughs) That's amazing. I
1: thought I did. No, I've never heard that story. No, I was so petrified um, going into that interview because I saw that. I knew you were
2: petrified, but I didn't know. You didn't tell me the why.
1: I saw that post, and I'm just like, "Why are you nervous about this?" Oh, that's funny. The problem is, dude. It's not like you and I could, like, and I'm not saying that we do this, but it's not like we could even, like, read other reviews to, like, see what other people are saying to get some ideas. Everybody was all over the freaking board. And then he's coming in saying, none of you get it. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, well, shit, nobody's gotten this cigar yet. Like, what are we going to do? I'm like, well, I guess we're going to shoot and hope we score. And by God, you of all people. I'd put one right in the net. I, I, Whatever. (laughs) I'll take it. But... Okay. Anyway, you ready? so yeah. So okay, last so but not I have least. one left. You have one left. Yes. You want to do your the rest of your honorable mentions and then we'll conclude with our our you my know, my last other
2: one. my other honorable mention uh, that I had down was the Oh wait, you know what? Did I use them all? I might have used them all. I had the 300 Hands, I had the Rose of Sharon by Southern Draw. That's another one you haven't talked about. Okay, I didn't do that one. Okay. No. So yeah, that's the other one. The Rose of Sharon by Southern Draw.
1: Just a great all-around cigar. It's a good breakfast cigar. It is. For and me, at least, it's a breakfast cigar. Well, you it's know a very, I like the it's shade a, grown. A Connecticut, yeah, yeah, exactly, And uh, but it's a good cigar.
2: Yep, it's a really good stick. And then uh, the other one I had was the uh, 1974
1: Casada, so there you go. Those were my three. My one honorable mention that I do feel as though we have to give some acknowledgement to is the Tatascan Yellow Series, which won the Battle of the Budgets Absolutely. this year. I mean, and, and to be honest, the Battle of the Budgets took place this year, and... <laughs> That was a total pulled out of our ass. We had no idea what to do that episode. And we had had this idea, and we just kind of, like, flew with it on the fly, just kind of, like, kept adjusting it as we went. And I will say, guys, those episodes are some of our top-rated episodes. Like You guys really were interested in hearing about, you know, good uh, value cigars and everything. So I'm impressed. Here's the deal. If you're going to smoke...
2: Two, three, four cigars a day. Yeah. You know, you can't, I mean, just, unless you're just made of money. You know, Scrooge Mm -hmm. McDuck time. Or or Elon Musk with his fleet of Terminators. It's one of those deals (laughs) where you just. I need a cigar. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's one of those deals where you've got to cut your dollar cost
1: average. You know, he has to. And those budget bundles do that. He has to model that robot after after arnold oh my god if he doesn't do that it's a failed a missed opportunity think of the money arnold's gonna want for the likeness oh i know yeah um yeah no but you're right you're right you have to make sure who was the cop in the second one it could be that robert patrick robert patrick he's probably a lot cheaper yeah i would think so yeah um either way though either way but no you're right you got to make sure that your your budget is in line with your smoking And, you know, smoking some value cigars every once in a while helps keep that budget in line. And after you and I sat down and smoked 16 different cigars. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. There were a lot of really good contenders in and amongst all that. I'll I'll say it right now. Oscar's plan B was right up there. I feel like there was only maybe like one cigar that we had out of the full round of 16 that just like was just like, oh, God, no. You know? Um, And... I'll be know. honest. I uh, when when I had the cigar
2: because we smoked maybe a third of the, each one of those cigars.
1: Yeah, you well, know because we, went we were back doing and, four at a four at a time. But we did go back and finish all those cigars I, over time.
2: I, I smoked all of yeah. mine that I had left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not waste my cigars no. by any means because you know me. I'm not proud. I'll no, light I know, relight. I know. So, but what were you going to say? Just make sure you clear the tube. By the way, clear the tube of the smoke so you don't have smoke resting on your tobacco. It makes it a lot nicer on the relight. So I just had a thing pop to mind, and I'm not gonna
1: say it because it's totally filthy, but I'm oh just my god. Move on with You're that. in that mood today. I'm chippy, yeah. You're chippy. So anyway, yes, the Tatascan Yellow series is my honorable mention There that you go. I feel like we have to acknowledge. And okay, so my
2: my last cigar yes. on my list. The Ashton E S G. So Fantastic smoke. We smoked we, it on the show. Smoked it on the anniversary show last year. And I actually had it. That was my celebratory gar, cigar for my birthday this past Saturday. Yep. And I had one in the humidor um, that I'd got over at Day in the Man's over in the man. Riverman. Yep. And... A lot of people carry the VSG. You want the ESG. Yes, the ESG. Yes. So I had estate, that... not vintage. Yeah, the estate sun Yes. I had that in my humidor I, well over a year because i had planned to take that to florida last year and smoke it i had it with me in the travel humidor and you know why i didn't smoke it covid <clears throat> i got covid <laughs> and i couldn't taste it and i thought oh my god i can't waste this cigar and i brought it home put it back in the humidor and i busted it out on uh, number 52 this past saturday well, there you go and so- i wanted i want to say because i went back and listened to you know some of our show stuff and kind of you know thought about what i got on the cigar but it was very it it had like a salty taste to it which i find just that's one of the reasons i wanted to do it in florida yeah um was to take that one down there and and smoke it down there in florida because you know the down by the ocean and everything i thought it would go you know meld really well together it's also got some hints of pepper and uh you know just 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 an outstanding cigar
1: well given the fact that all you could taste when you had covid was salt it yeah, would have been it would not have been good <laughs> cuz
2: you know that was the thing I lost the sense of taste for everything but salt, and everything tasted like you just dumped a salt shaker in it. Mm -hmm. Anything I ate, that's all that came through, and it was
1: just horrible. All right. Well, my number one, or my last cigar, whichever, because we're not ranking these, um, ironically enough, also is tied to a birthday. Ah. It is the Camacho Diploma that we smoked with Teddy for his birthday, last september
2: that one that one or october almost, october it yeah. was october yes. that one almost made it onto my um
1: i actually was looking at that one and i was going to put it on my honorable mention so i'm glad you had that yep no uh teddy was nice enough to send us those cigars in the little uh, triangular coffins and i just remember that it was a really fantastic smoke really good interview with teddy and i had a really great time talking with him so guys you know go back to that episode and listen to that and uh, enjoy, enjoy. Well, and cigar.
2: I'm I'm jealous because you got to spend time with Teddy in St. Louis, and I was out of town. Teddy's
1: coming to the. I know, and event. I can't wait to
2: meet him. Yes, I especially can't wait to try his meat. Oh, okay. He's supposed to grill some stuff for us. a smoker. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. I thought I thought you were getting dirty there, <laughs> but do anyway. you have to be like yeah. that? I kind of <laughs> thought that's where you were going <laughs> with it. You know, I mean, I just want to try Teddy's meat. Yeah. can feel it down in my plums (laughs) okay well anyway so well that would be uh, that would be our list for whatever you want to classify it as either the uh, you know top ten of the past year or the top ten of all time well I mean
2: one of us did it right and one of us was you
1: really (laughs) anyway well why don't we go ahead and get into Ask the Boys let's do it shall we play a game
0: you talking to me? I have a
1: question for you. You got to ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner.
4: You got a question. You ask the ape.
1: Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. All right. Well, guys, it is time for Ask the Boys, where we answer uh, listener questions. Uh, call in to the hotline. So um, you just need to call the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863 eight seven four zero 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 and leave your questions, and we will be sure to answer them. So, we have a variety. We have quite a few questions here. Yeah, uh, quite a few calls. Thinking people called in uh, maybe to get in on the anniversary episode. So very cool. Um, we'll go ahead and uh, kick things off with the first call here. Let me. Uh All right, Nick and Gator, which one of you are
0: Big Spoon, and by default, which one of you is Little Spoon? I'm
1: Big Spoon. Wait a minute. let's let's go back and review the tape for a moment. I'm Big Spoon. All right, Nick and Gator. Which one of you are
0: Big Spoon? And by default, which one of you is Little Spoon?
1: Do you know who that is? Barry Stein? That is indeed Barry Stein. <laughs> Of the Cigar Authority, are you impressed that I got that? I'm actually kind of <laughs> impressed. Yeah, so so Barry Stein from the Cigar Authority, thank you, Barry, kicking off. I appreciate the call, Barry. Well, I think I appreciate the call. Um, <laughs> yeah, so well, that one could go either way for which you. Which one of us is big spoon or little spoon?
2: I mean, it's it's a, we know
1: we we don't spoon. <laughs> you and I don't spoon. Um, when I do spoon, I am the big spoon. But I, I don't spoon you. <laughs> that's that's just that's unsettling
2: well think about it do you want to be behind me you're in the line of fire there again
1: i don't spoon with you probably don't want
2: to be in front of me either because that's also the line of fire in another way i'd like to know yeah it's probably i I mean yeah we probably shouldn't spoon
1: let's be we don't spoon we don't spoon (laughs) i want it for the record we don't spoon now you know i'd like to know you know maybe between him and mr jonathan you know, oh Jonathan's Jonathan's little little spoon, spoon. Yeah. yeah, all day. That makes sense. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> he he spelt. You know, now Barry's losing weight though. That's true. Yeah, but it's the, true. Still, Mister Jonathan's got that dancer's body. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't wait to dance with him. We got to get out there so I can. You know, I, I know. This, seriously, dude, I am. You know, we really should. We could do a nice polka. Um, what? We could, you want to have a polka with mr jonathan polka with mr jonathan
1: you can have a polka with mr jonathan
2: i don't want to two-step with
1: him that's a little Tie weird. A ribbon if you know what i mean i'm, <laughs> I'm not i'm not into that but we'll yeah do some two-stepping okay well there we go well barry thank Maybe you so some much swing for the, some swing dancing i bet you would like to swing <laughs> with mr jonathan so anyway barry thank you so much thanks for the call. brother I really appreciate it man
0: Hey fellas, this is Clay. I just wanted to wish you both a happy anniversary and uh, safe, safe, and a
1: smoky. Hey Clay, thanks Clay. Thanks so much, man. Really appreciate it. That was, that's awesome. It was nice. Not so much a question, but it was nice. No, you
2: know? and we on the last show we we asked for anybody that wanted to give us a little message there. That's so true. That's perfect. That's true. So. Um. So next, up. I, I just like the fact he didn't take a shot at us with the question. That's like true. everyone, else I was gonna does. say everybody
1: else tends to take <laughs> shots, but that's okay. That's that okay. was awesome. So okay, next up, what's up, guys?
4: It's Lupe here.
1: Lupe. Uh,
4: first off, I want to say happy anniversary.
1: Aw, And thanks. then
4: I just want to tell you my top three cigars that I've had this year. Perfect. So let's start off with uh, La Historia by E.P. Carrillo.
2: Ooh, great nice. nice cigar. Just nice. had it.
4: I think. I don't know, a few days ago. Um, then we're going to go with the Cohiba Weller, which I had Ooh. at the wedding that I stood up in a couple weeks ago.
1: <laughs> I know what happened. And that finally, <laughs> the Aladino A
4: Cameroons. That I believe Gator got me when I was out there for
2: I did. Yep. Uh,
4: Interaction Tuesday. Yep. Uh, yep. Listener Interaction Tuesday. But anyway, that's all for now. Uh, stay safe stay smoky
1: guys hope to see you soon man that's awesome i've actually got one of those cohiba wellers sitting in my uh do you humidor at home i haven't smoked it yet but i do i did pick one up and i've heard good things about it i did hear from at least one person though that it does not pair well with a weller which i kind of find interesting but seems bass backwards whatever i mean you know it's one man's opinion i mean i'm not let's be real I'm not much of a whiskey guy, so for me... Yeah, that's not going to be a problem. maybe isn't a big deal for me, but yeah. So, next call here.
3: Gentlemen, my 635 millimeter.
1: What's up, here, buddy?
3: Long time listener. Hey, man. 10th level wizard with plus uh, 20 charisma and a plus 4 savings throw against... Uh, un- <laughs> and, uh,
2: uh, <laughs> that's awesome.
3: I lost my train of thought, gentlemen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a couple of questions,
3: anyways. If you could... Um, tell me this, what do you like pairing with your cigar? Is it a drink? Is it a food? Is it a spirit? Anything? Um, number two, have you ever baptized your cigar? Have you uh, wet it with a spirit, saliva, an intern, whatever it may be, have you ever baptized your cigar? <laughs> also, congrats to uh, Mr. Bill Big Polka for the good news. The fact that you're asking those questions about uh, fatherhood. Uh, makes me feel that uh, you're just do uh, fine. The first year's a blur of diapers. We'll wait for the, uh, that first smile and the first I love you. you would be locked in, buddy. Anyways, boys, keep the uh, bi-weekly shows going. None of this uh, once-a-week garbage. <laughs> um, have a good one. The following Dude. message was brought to you by fucking good coffee. If it's not fucking good, then you're a fucking marsupial. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, first of all, Didn't I, th- see that coming. I think Nick over at uh, Fucking Good Coffee needs to start adopting that tagline if it's mm-hmm. not fucking good and you're just a fucking marsupial. Um, <laughs> By the way, he pulled at the heartstrings right up until the marsupial part. He did. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, um, thanks, Luke. Really appreciate the call. And as for the questions, I'm not going to lie. Have baptized. I have I kind of blanked a little bit after the whole fucking marsupial thing. I have thing. baptized my um, cigars. I know you did. You, in fact, the Yagua. did the Yagua. You yeah. dipped it in your iced tea before you cut it and everything. Okay,
2: so it. the one thing with the Yagua, and,
1: and I noticed this,
2: and I'm going to look at the new ones when they come out here soon, hopefully, Um. That, that wrapper tended to get brittle. And it was probably the way that they were wrapped up in yeah. that banana leaf or whatever they were wrapped so in. So
1: cutting it was a little...
2: Yes, and you could Now I will say I did not have that trouble on my one
1: year aged one. Oh it cut okay. beautifully.
2: Okay, so maybe maybe some age on it helped. I think so. But I actually dipped that in tea and Nick was so mad at me because they thought I'd just ruined the cigar. And I I soaked the whole I put the whole cigar down in it, just barely dipped the tip, but put the rest of the cigar down in it and it smoked like a champ.
1: No? and there you didn't you think it was going to smoke at all. for me. I didn't me. think so. I thought it was going to be too wet at that point. Yeah, but no, you, yeah. You, I don't you recommend did, uh,
2: putting the tip, you know, the, the the foot end in. But yes, I have done that before. Um, you know, and like I said, it's it, it will kind of revive it. I let it sit and dry, and then smoked it, and it, it smoked like a champ.
1: There you go. As for me, no, I have not baptized any cigars. Um, but then, in terms of what I like to pair with my cigar. Um, I as I literally just got done talking about it. I'm not much of a drinker. Um, I pair a lot so of coffee. I I'm a nice tea guy. Yeah, and I know that a lot of people are like, ah, you don't you don't get anything when you pair with tea. That's fine. I don't. You I, don't want ma- I, I want the cigar. I want the cigar. You know, the tea is really just there to you know wet the whistle and cleanse the palate a little bit every once in a while. Yeah. But by and large, I mean I I drink unsweet tea, so I mean it's basically dirty water. So realistically. I'm not getting really anything from the drink other than just the uh, the hydration. So yeah. I'm fine with that. So yeah, realistically, I just pair iced tea. I do a lot of coffees. Um, I will do a liquor
2: from time to time. De Sirono is a good pair with a lot of cigars. Yeah, You know, it brings out those kind of fruity flavors and things in it. Um, you know, we did the tequila with it, which was a big mistake because tequila is not my friend. And uh, I that that tequila yeah, you brought that time. Yeah, ironically,
1: what did you get smooth. drunk on this
2: weekend? I I uh, I didn't necessarily get drunk.
1: Oh, that's not what I was
2: told. Well, I I made margaritas. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> and it was for my birthday. I made margaritas. We were sitting on the back deck, and it was Kristen and I and her friend Sarah, and we made margaritas. And I invited you over. You did not take me up on that. I was busy. We've that's true. That. Yeah, but. Uh, what I did is I used the margarita mix that already had you know the tequila in it, but I added Grand Marnay to it. Yes. And it took it up a notch. There you go. It's a, it, I made some top shelf margaritas, and man, they were smooth. But I had one. I had one and got tipsy. And we had just eaten. So it wasn't like I was on an empty stomach.
1: No. It you, hit me. You and tequila just have a, yeah. you know. Interesting relationship. Makes my clothes come off. I mean, there you go. Oh, yeah. Um, speaking of smooth, before we continue on with the phone calls here, let's uh, circle back on the Fuente Fuente Opus X from listener Will. I am down to the final third. Yep, same And same um, the weight of the cigar has kind of picked up. It has. I, I think so. Do you? Yes, and it is a good, good stick. It's a really good stick. The it's super smooth on the draw. Yep. Super smooth smoking experience. Burn line is great. Um, I mean, it's kicking off tons of smoke, and I I love it. Um, the uh, but yeah, the the intensity, the body of the cigar yeah. has definitely. Picked up in the back half of it. Yeah. Have you done a retro hail recently?
2: Oh God, I knew you were going to say that. Hold oh, on. Go Let me get ahead. a drink.
1: I was say like, go ahead and do that. And I just did one, and the spice level, the pepper, the intensity of the retro hail has also picked up in the back half of it as and 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 gotten stronger. Ooh, so yeah. yeah.
2: See, it didn't catch me off guard like the first
1: time. Well, yeah, you but, knew what you were getting into, and but you knew yeah. it was going to ramp up in the back exactly. Half. So yeah. Nope. Good, good deal. Good, good cigar. Deal. Really enjoying it.
0: Hey, guys. Hey, this is Teddy, a.k.a. The Smoking Gorilla on IG, or you can find me on Teddy Gorilla on IG as well. Teddy. Hey guys, I really don't, well, I didn't have a question, but actually, I kind of do. So, since my last visit, and I got to say, man, shout out to Big to Dan Ponder uh, from uh, Riverman Cigars for. And our, and of course Nick uh, and Jeff as well too uh, for the what? hospitality for being here last time. <laughs> he didn't so meet I you. cannot wait to see you guys again and uh, interact with everybody and they chill out and smoke some cigars and everything like that uh, for the Riverman event coming up on September the twenty fifth. So I guess the question is this: since I had went last, since I came last time, I was uh, therefore uh, with some friends. I uh, came for some friends uh, for a bachelor party and. Uh, we were supposed to be going out to eat and going to some different places and everything like that, but I kind of got snubbed after uh, rounds and rounds of a lot of liquor. Oh and boy,
2: it'll happen. Like I
0: said, and at that point, uh, we was at the we was at the point where if we knew if if we did actually go somewhere all together, it was going to turn into a whole Wolf of Wall Street type situation. <laughs> so, <laughs> with it, that throw midgets midget, said, yep. I have not had a chance to go to Top Shooters, and even though I did not go and I plan on going reg- regardless of what's going on or whatever like that, i got to ask this one question, and I think this is going to be pretty prevalent with all the fat guys, and, you know, I'm not going to say fat women, but fat guys that's going to be there. Um, where are going to eat at? Um, <laughs> I don't know if yeah, I want to go to Top Shooters and hang out and probably make that possibly your last. Visit there because we're going to probably be rumbox, 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 I can't even pronounce it now. We're going to probably be rowdy. But either way, though, <laughs> um, if, yeah. where are we going to go eat at? I was just checking to see if y'all have any ideas, suggestions. I know a lot of Italian eateries over there that um, sounds good. So either way, just let me know or let us know or see what we're going to do. So I can't wait to see everybody at the uh, room for event. Hope uh, everybody uh, stay safe, stay smoky, stay blessed, of course, and uh, y'all have a great day. All right.
1: Good deal. You know, okay, this just, I'm going to throw out a couple of restaurant suggestions for folks that are in the area and that are wanting to try something, but he just gave me an idea and I'm going to pitch it out, but I'm going to try, I need to talk to a couple people. I need to try and figure out the logistics, but I won't lie. This actually sounds like a good idea. Um, what do you think about the idea of establishing a time, setting up like an event at Top Shooters, maybe for that Friday? I think that would work well. Which is kind of what we did last year. Yeah, but I'm thinking like any listeners that are coming in. They want to come and meet and hang out. Hang out and everything. We could just, you know, just say. The pre-party. The pre-party at Top Shooters. Yep. What do Which, you think? I think that's
2: perfect. Um, and I haven't told you this, but I have an obligation that Saturday night. You so, son of a bitch! So the Saturday night, <laughs> I will be uh, kind of off grid. You son of a after bitch! After the event.
1: Okay, well then I guess we got to do it Friday. So um, I'm going to
2: the Lim Mansion. So, oh,
1: oh, 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 oh,
2: might might even get the tiramisu.
1: Was that it? Was that what you
2: got? Yeah, um,
1: I don't remember when. No, it was um, it was flaming.
2: Bananas Foster. Yeah, that's it.
1: Bananas Foster. Bananas Foster. But anyway, or Cherries Jubilee. Oh, they have Cherry's a, Jubilee. I think it was Cherry's, the Cherry's Jubilee. Jubilee yep, was that's what it. I had that night. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um Yeah, I'm I'm liking this idea. Let me let me circle out. I'll talk to the folks over at Top Shooters um, just to see. I mean, I know Fridays are usually pretty busy days, but let's be real, you know, we're all going to be sitting outside. Yeah. So as long as it's nice out, I mean, my god, you know, it late September you would think it would be nice. Boy, out. we could take it the fire pit weird. area I would say we just... just kinda like swarm the outside yep. area and everything. But yeah, how about how about we just tentatively okay, listeners, if you're coming in for the River Minimet and you're gonna be in town on Friday the twenty fourth, how about you just go ahead and plan that we're just partying at Top Shooters, you know, that day.
2: Which I will say is what we did last year, yes. and it worked out really, really well. But the Saturday after the event, like, you and I were wiped out. We
1: were wiped out. It was Well, a we thing. crammed a lot of stuff in we on did. that Friday. I'm actually thinking maybe instead of cramming a bunch of stuff in on Friday, we just kind of take it easy on Friday and just say Top Shooters. We just say, yep. you know what? We're hanging at Top Shooters. Yep. And we just make it a day there. So, so yeah. So, I like that idea. Now, in terms of other restaurant options... Because I'm assuming people that are coming in for this event, maybe you're making a weekend out of it. Yes. You and I obviously can't go everywhere with everybody. So, you know, people will want to explore around in the area on their own. Yes. I would say that you're doing yourself a disservice by not going to the hill and finding some good uh, Italian food. Yep. Um, There's a couple over there. There's um, Charlie Gito's, which is a little classier. Of a, of a, you know, Italian place. You know, it's probably your higher end on the yeah. hill. Uh, Zia's. Zia's is good. Which is really good. That's yeah. where we went last year. Um, uh, Antonino's. Maybe this
2: time we can get Christian some, you know, shrimp. Maybe. Uh, or not, it,
1: Christian? Yes. No?
2: Yes? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Antonino's yep. um, is also really, really good. Um, there's a number of really awesome places on the hill. ...that you can check out. We we tried a new Um, one
2: the other day, and it was kind of a little small
1: hole in the wall. Yeah, Lou Lou Bacardi's? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. It's right by uh, Hersey's, the market there. Yeah, and so, I mean, guys, you're going to find all kinds of good Italian food on the hill. Um, If you're looking for barbecue in St. Louis... My recommendation is Bogart's barbecue. It's down there by Soulard Market. It's right behind Soulard Market. It's tiny, you know. I mean there's not a lot of seating inside. They've got some tables outside. Yeah. Um, but let me tell you, everybody here in St. Louis, you hear a lot about Pappy's barbecue. Um Pappy's the, the the guy who was the pit master at Pappy's when they first started, he's now he's the owner of Bogart's. And he basically after the first year when they blew up at Pappy's you know, he kind of like split off, went off, did the Bogarts thing. Pappy's, they have the reputation, they have the marketing, they have the name and everything like that. But if you want the quality barbecue that Pappy's like kickstarted everything with, go over to Bogarts. It's really, really now, good. Do you think they're better than Beast? Because um, you've got Beast
2: in Belleville and Columbia. And I think they, do they have one in St. Louis now somewhere? I think
1: so. Yeah. I'll be honest, I, I do. I'm a think, fan of Beast. I think from for my money in the St. Louis area, hit up Bogarts. I don't hit them up enough, and uh, they're they're really really good. Yeah. And then fried chicken. There's Hodex. Oh yeah. Got you know if you're looking for really good fried chicken, Hodex is good. Um, there's a sandwich place just down the road from Hodex there, and for the life of me, I can't remember the name of it, and it's fantastic. Um,
2: where else? I was going to say, there's a ton of good like Cajun stuff down in Soulard. I that's not my that's bag, not your so cup I of was tea. Say, but, so you'd have to speak to that. Yeah, there are yeah. some really good. All you have to do is type into a search engine "Cajun food St. Louis" and it'll give it to you. There's a ton of good Cajun places down
1: there. Yeah,
2: and you know it's kind of the French settled area of St. Louis, and on Saturdays they have. Well, you're going to be at Riverman, but you could go before. They have the big French market there and stuff. You know the old time like. You know, Farmer's Market. Yep, that's Saturday and, morning. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's a really nice area. Um, you know, it's right down close to the brewery, you know, the Anheuser-Busch Brewery down there in Soulard. So, um, yeah.
1: And if you're looking for steak, for my money, Tucker's, they've got two locations, yep. one in Soulard, one in South County. Yep. I mean, dude, you can get a 16-ounce bacon-wrapped filet mignon with baked potato and salad for 30 bucks, and it is amazing. Yep. So for my money... Tuckers is a fantastic place to go and grab a steak um, I don't know I, I think that's a number of options for people to try out don't oh you? absolutely st. Louis does have good food we do yep we really do we know how to eat here so
2: I mean, but obviously
1: yeah. look at us that's uh, true but in terms of uh, in terms of you know um, the top shooters thing, Let's put a pin in that, but I think everybody should. If you, if you're planning on coming in, if you're going to be around Friday, let's tentatively plan that Friday. Um, I'll get more details, you know, time and all that kind of fun stuff later. Yeah. But but I think I think Friday is a good day for top shooters. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, next question here.
0: Hey guys, it's
4: Noah. I just want to call and congratulate you guys on your two year anniversary. It's been a great two years listening. We laughed.
2: We cried, and we learned about the Alaskan uh, Pipeline. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Here's to another two years. Well, Noah keyed right in on the, uh, you know, hot spots there on the... He did. Yeah. I He's, mean, you know,
1: and, uh, <sighs> you know. The Alaskan Pipeline. So janky. <laughs> <laughs> so wretched. All right. Next call here. Hi, this is Brian from Estacada, Oregon. Hey, First Brian. off, happy anniversary.
4: Thank you. Secondly, as fellow business owners, I would like to know what the funniest excuses you've had for people not coming to work are. (laughs) I'll go first. The two funniest that I've had were I forgot I worked here, (laughs) and I can't come to work today because my girlfriend's a whore. All right, you go.
1: Oh my gosh. Uh, You know, it's okay. Um, I well, don't have anything that beats that. I don't think. First of all, Brian, yeah, thanks for the call. That was um, gold. Second of all, I, boy, I don't know. I don't think I've ever. See, I'll be honest with with the way my business is kind of structured. Everybody is kind of loosey goosey. Like, um, I have a lot of independent contractors, so they kind of work on their own schedule. And then when I had employees, um, actually in the office back when I had an office. Um, even then it was fairly flexible in that, you know, I, I didn't particularly care if they took time off for going to, you know, kids, doctor's appointments or school things or, you know, whatever they needed to do. It was kind of one of those, as long as the work gets done, um, I didn't really mind when they did it per se. So, which
2: which is one of the benefits to working at a place like ours, because obviously, you know, we're not bringing in high profit margins, so we're not. We're not able to pay necessarily what our folks are worth. And, you know, I, I admit that freely. I, I'd like to pay my staff more, but there's only so many dollars that come in the door. Exactly. And one of the benefits that we have to that is that, you know, yeah, you can take off for your kid's, you know, kindergarten pageant. Or, you know, if you need to go do something or take a parent, you know, to the doctor, you know, to a doctor's visit or something. We have that kind of flexibility. So um, as far as excuses, I... I did have one employee one time, and, and, and I love her to death, but she was supposed to be writing a story and just decided not to do it. And, of course, it was a front page story that we were waiting on. There was a hole on the page, and she was getting her hair done. Nice. And I just could have throttled her over that. Because it it put us behind, like, four hours waiting for her to get her hair done so then she could give us the story she was supposed to have already done. Nice.
1: Yeah, I, by and large, I'll say lateness has been an issue with some of my people. You know, they've kept me up until the wee hours of the morning sometimes waiting on a story that I've got to get in and, you know, that I've got a hole for. But by and large, but even that, I I don't think I've even gotten a an excuse per se i just gotta like i'm working on it, i'm working on it and then it just eventually comes so yeah you know i just, that's what she said god
2: damn it. anyway
1: um <laughs> but the, yeah no the, the,
2: my I, girlfriend's a whore. that would have actually worked out for our buddy trey mac when he got all his furniture <laughs> stolen he
1: should have <laughs> taken off that day and used that excuse yeah, exactly it should have been a like hey my girlfriend's a whore um yeah no i have that's to stay true. home and protect my couch my stuff yeah <laughs> um no, I, buddy Brian. I don't know uh, what business you have, but um, those are some pretty interesting excuses. As to the why one you I forgot, work. I worked here. I forgot I worked here. That's gold. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good one. Yeah, uh, but I like it. I don't know. All right, moving on to the next call here.
4: Hey, boys, this is uh, Scott from uh, Clearwater, Palm Harbor. I am a last-time listener, fourth-time caller. I just wanted <laughs> okay. to wish you a happy anniversary. Uh, I just had uh, a couple questions and a comment for you. Um, but one question is kind of simple. I wanted to ask Nick, where uh, would be a good place to buy a kilt? Um, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what not to do. Uh, being Scottish, you know, I'm a little frugal Uh, and I went to, uh, you know, some of these clothing stores have, um, they sell their regular line of clothes, but they also contract like say with catholic schools to sell uniforms Oh
1: no! so i would not
4: suggest um asking to see like uh the 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 girls uh plaid skirts and then asking them where the dressing room is no Um, don't do that so nick if you could let me know where i might be able to find a kilt at a good price i'd appreciate that um i did want to tell you um top three cigars um you wanted to hear something like that um I did have uh, uh, several good ones. My first one uh, is the um, uh, Oscar Vall- Valladera Superfly. That's just, I don't know what that was.
1: Good uh, cigar.
4: My uh, second one would be the Southern Draw Rose of Sharon.
1: My honorable the mention. La
4: Galera 1936. Just love those three sticks. And, nice. and I do have uh, a couple of uh, honorable mentions for uh, the Southern Draw 300 Hands Habano. And uh, one I just had for the first time was a uh, Rocky Patel, two thousand six, a vintage two thousand six, mm-hmm. <clears throat> with the San Andreas wrapper. Uh, tell you, uh, just ask you, you know, what you thought of any of those. Um, I think that's all I've got for now. Um, uh, I did have one
1: other question, but. Um, uh <clears throat> <laughs> Well, Scott, thank you so much for the call. And, um, you know, as you heard, a number of your cigars were actually on Gator's list or his honorable mention list. It's true. So um, the only one that I think he mentioned that I have not had, well, I don't know if I've had that La Galera. I have not. I don't believe either. Um, and the Rocky Patel. I don't think I've had that Rocky Patel. No. But uh, I'll have to give those a shot. I'll yeah. have to track those down. I'm all in. Yep. But thanks for the call, Scott. So we have one more call to get through here.
0: Hey, Nick and Jeff. This is Broccoli Rob. Broccoli Rob. <laughs> and I'd like to congratulate you guys on two years of nonsensical garbage the two of you have ever put out on the Internet, period. <laughs> what a fun ride it's been, man. Oh, and occasionally talk about cigars, too, which is nice. Yeah. So thanks hey. for what you guys do to entertain us all. Keep up the occasionally adequate work as well. <laughs> now of my question. Can one of you guys look up on Urban Dictionary and describe in detail what a dirty thunderstorm is? Oh, no. And follow that up with your favorite monthly ad. Talk to you motherfuckers later.
1: <laughs> I love him. Well, Jeff, why don't you look that up real yeah, quick? Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'll, I'll go ahead and do it. Oh, He, he no. told us to do it, so, <laughs> by God, we're going to go ahead and do it. You have
2: to describe it in detail. Dirty... Uh, abort. Thunderstorm. You should, you should invoke the Adam Protocol. Dirty Thunderstorm Urban Dictionary. Invoke the Adam Protocol. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: oh, no. Adam
2: Protocol. Oh, no. <laughs> um. So, Nick, what is my monthly cigars? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
1: Oh, my I God, told, Broccoli. I told, you, I told you not to look it up. Oh my god, Broccoli. <laughs> oh my god, Broccoli. Oh, I don't know. if I, can I see do this. This is this is eight points, man. The this, light
2: the lights are off on the back deck and it is it has gotten dark as we've been recording. And all I see is like Nick's like horrified face dude, in the glow of his phone.
1: This is an eight step process here. This is like intricate. This is intricate. Let's let, okay, let me at least read the first paragraph. Oh, my God. This requires some moral fortitude to successfully pull off. If you don't really, really, in all caps, want to do it, you straight up won't. This is an act of breaking up or ensuring that the guy, girl, you do this to never, in all caps, calls you again. Um, you know what? You're just going to let everybody else uh, Google that themselves? No, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do this. So guys, look, if you're offended by really wretched shit here, um, maybe, maybe give, uh, maybe, give or it that you a- get the kids in the car, which you should not do when we're, <laughs> no, <on. laughs> maybe give it a skip, maybe give it a, a one minute skip here, but no, I'm going to go ahead and do this. Cause this is, this is elaborate. And I kind of feel like this is something that, you know, broccoli threw this out to us. And, and I, I, I feel like we should go ahead and, and touch on this. So, um, number one, You have to have sex with them first, otherwise it's just not as effective. Okay. Number two, after sex, when they're asleep, you've got to take a crap somewhere other than the toilet. Number three, here's where the moral fortitude comes in. You'll need a ladder first and something to pick your crap up with. (laughs) Oh, no. Number four, pick up your excrement and place it on top of the fan blades. Spread it out. The smaller the pieces, the better the effect. Number five, once your crap is safely on the fan blades, get dressed and gather up all your belongings in order to make a quick escape. Did I not mention this can only be done at their house, not yours? Number six, start, start, oh my God. Start flicking the lights on and off and screaming until your unfortunate victim wakes up. Once they start moving and moaning, turn the fan to max and sprint the fuck out of there. Oh, my God. Number seven, never agree to meet them in person ever again as you'll promptly be castrated or killed. Number eight, if done right and fast enough, the majority of the walls and floor near the corners will have little flecks of crap everywhere. If done wrong, it might fall off the fan before you start or it will create a few lumps of crap that are relatively easy to clean up. Tip, if you feel like you have maybe... If you have taken too much time or your stool was a little dry, it's okay to wet the fan blades before you turn it on. Oh, oh yeah. That's wretched. <laughs> you make it rain poop on them. Oh, oh my. Well, yeah. as Broccoli pointed out, why don't we hear what my monthly cigars is? <laughs> So, guys, that's this week's Ask the Boys. How much time did broccoli put in on that? I don't know to to deep dive and find that. I really don't know. Yeah, but guys, get your questions into us via the Ask the Boys hotline at area code eight six three eight seven four zero 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 zero. Well, Jeff, I have finished my Fuente Fuente Opus X. I have as well. Fantastic cigar. Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. it good. Was, good stick. It's a really good cigar. Um, like I said, it started off really kind of smooth and mellow, and that continued. But um, the body of the cigar uh, did ramp up. It got a little heavier as the smoking experience it went did. on. The retro hail definitely picked up in intensity, and I mean, but dude, you you can tell why this cigar is like you know one of the uh, one of the uh, prestige cigars, celebratory cigar, in the, in the, in the Fuente line, exactly. Yes. So, and again, comes to us from
2: listener Will, and we really do appreciate it,
1: brother. Exactly, it was really appreciated, really good smoke for the anniversary episode.
2: Well, good deal. It's been a lot of fun. So, Nick, as
1: we finish up here, how do folks reach out to us on the ever-present socials? We are on Instagram, at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. It is my page. We're also on Facebook, where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group, which continues to grow by the week. Guys, get in on that. Lots of interaction, lots of fun going on in there. It's a good time. Make sure you're posting pictures of what you're smoking and... You know, various other things. A lot of people tend to take shots at us after the episodes drop. You'll have that. Yeah, it's okay. But we're also on Twitter, YouTube, and you can reach out to us through the Cigar Pulpit Hotline at area code 863 Coming soon, watch for the pulpit-only fans page. There's not going to be a pulpit-only fans page. <laughs> it's, it's not going to happen. So, oh. Anyway, so yeah. Jeff has wandered off and has just started browsing his phone. He's gotten disinterested in <laughs> the show at this point. I've been getting text messages. My phone's been blowing up. I mean, so is mine, but I've, you know, kind of been focused on <laughs> the, the show here. So, anyway, I love how Jeff just kind of shiny object focuses uh, on that and moves on. I was, I was it's like, we're literally was, almost to the end here. I was searching Urban Dictionary for almost, more wretchedness. Almost to the end here, and Jeff's just given up. So. <laughs>
2: Anyway, well,
1: that's the epitome of my two years of effort on the show. It really is, actually. I mean, we were joking. I mean, you really should have just read stuff off the band. (laughs) I thought that
2: that was our joke before the show. Yeah. Uh, We were talking to Will, and we came up with this idea too late to do it. But it was going to be Nick doing his top 10 cigars and me just reading 10 bands. Yeah. Like, I really liked
1: this one. It was exceptionally (laughs) old. This one was a product of Nicaragua, you know. (laughs) It's like that's that's the amount of show prep Jeff typically does for a cigar. So a lot of truth, yeah. a lot
2: of truth. Anyway, well, well Nick, buddy, congratulations on two years, man. I was
1: gonna say we've made it two years. It has been a thing. It has indeed been a thing. Two yeah. years, and by my count, two hundred and nine umpteen, two
2: hundred umpteen episodes. No, two
1: hundred and ten episodes. Yeah. Um, you can't look at Apple because they're off. Yeah, okay. they they were off to start with. And then, you know, the whole Gator show and everything else, the little extra bonus episodes kind of up that number. But You know who yeah. we haven't heard from in forever? Who's that? Pastor Barnaby Rothschilds. Well, it hasn't been a holiday since true, Easter. I mean, true. we had his Easter sermon. We're only contractually obligated, obligated through the courts to give him Easter and Christmas. I thought he got Thanksgiving, too. Was that not in there? No. Did we negotiate no, that out? I would say it's just Easter Christmas. Okay. So... Yeah, we we don't need to hear from from Pastor Barnaby <laughs> anytime soon,
2: um, guys. I you know I looked back over over some of the episodes and there were some things over the past year that really really oh and god. I didn't even tell Nick I was going to do this, but some things that really stood out to me. Oh god, um, you know we had our trips to Indy, which we talked we, about a little bit have, earlier. Yes, but we also had our trip down to Tampa. Yep. Um, down to Ebor City and the J.C. Newman factory. and just had a ball down there. It was a good time. And, of course, our time out in Vegas at uh, TPE. Yep, yep. So, you know, we've had a lot, a lot of fun stuff that's going on over the years. One thing I realized that uh, somebody I really miss that we haven't talked to on the show in forever is Squirrel.
1: You know, that's true. Yep. I know. Well, uh, Last I heard, Squirrel had gotten a job that kind of took up a lot of his time and, uh but no, we haven't circled around with he's, Squirrel He's a while. one of our top episodes of all time with his uh,
2: humidors and humidor maintenance. Yep. So we need to get Squirrel back on. And, you I know, agree. we've talked to all the listeners. The listener interaction shows are a lot of fun. Yep. You know, we've got our friends over at Martinez that we've talked to. We've got our friends, you know, um, with uh, uh, Jerry Tobacco. I mean, you know, Trey and whatnot. And, you know, Broccoli. We've had, you know, all these people that have become part of our lives through the show.
1: Definitely. Definitely.
2: You know, all the guys that called in on the hotline tonight. Dan you know, the Man Ponder. Dan the Man Ponder. Yep. You know, the folks over at the Hill. Nick Gervais. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's just, you know, we've made a lot of really good friendships through this, and it's it's been a lot of fun. And, guys, it's all thanks to you, because you listen to this goofiness. Otherwise, it'd just be Nick and I meeting the Top Shooters and just talking without headsets on and not recording it. It's true. It is true. I mean...
1: And that still happens occasionally. It does, when, and then we forget Jeff, what we talked when, about on and off the show. When Jeff rallies and you know manages to get up off the couch, but you know, it's it, COVID was hard on me. Uh, I you know COVID's. I mean, I don't want to say it's over, but you it, know. it's worse now than it was when we were in the middle of it. But you, you know, I'm just saying. You, you, I think it's a good excuse for you to be lazy. Well, yeah, I'll,
2: <laughs> I'll take anything I can
1: get. Anyway. Well, dude,
2: it's been a lot of fun doing these shows with you. It has. And uh, I look forward to many, many more.
1: Okay. Is that your way of saying that you're going to do two a week? Nah, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. You just never know, do you? I, I guess not. I don't Everybody's just going to be kept waiting. So, anyway, well, it's been two years. Should we do an awkward pause?
2: No. You know, kind of like the late show with Craig Ferguson? What? we could do an awkward pause
1: or we could do the mouth organ i i'm not do- no <laughs> no that sounds inherently homosexual
2: oh lordy
1: i i'm i mean We've already been asked about you and I spooning, and that's true. That's true. Not yeah. that there's anything wrong with that. No, but you and I don't spoon. So no, but I'd be big spoon if we did. We don't spoon. But it's I would just, be big there's spoon. There's no I answer to that, Jeff. Clarify that. There's no. There's no answer to that. For one and all, we don't. We don't spoon, guys. So. Thank you so much. Anyway, guys, this has been a second anniversary sermon from the cigar pulpit, coming into the third year now. Wow, I know, right? I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky.